Welcome to another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia, and today we're going to be joined by the one, the only, Jeff Garcia, the lead Spurs writer for News 4 San Antonio and KABB Fox 29 San Antonio and the Spurs Zone. Jeff, thank you for joining us. And this is like an emergency uh, episode right now. Yeah. Yeah, with the trade deadline just right around the corner, uh, you got rumors flying left and right you know, from DeMar DeRozan, LaMarcus Aldridge still here, technically, even to a guy named Trey Lyles. It looks like everything is popping right now, Joe. Yeah, it sure is. You know, we're right now at the time of this recording, it's uh, 419. <laughs> it's uh, the 23rd of March. So we got technically one day and what, day and a couple hours to play with, right. something like that. Yeah. Midnight, I think, is yeah. the deadline. So. We're we're gonna be in for some, I guess, much needed information coming through. But the thing is, this information is kind of sketchy, you know. And one mm-hmm. of these things that came through was I I, I kind of think it was a clickbait article from the Bleacher Report. You know, it was the author of the article was Jake Fisher of the Bleacher Report, and it's saying uh, to the effect that Demar Derozan is currently on the trading bar. Well, he is available for, for, for trade. The San Antonio's have him, San Antonio Spurs have him up for trade. Uh, Same thing with, of course, trying to find a home for LaMarcus Aldridge. And now, you know, we get the word here in this article that Trey Lyles, you know, is kind of not happy Mm -hmm. with his role here with San Antonio. And I believe they said the way they worded it, Jeff, was Trey Lyles and his representatives are mm-hmm. looking to move away from the Spurs and possibly find another another team to play for. Um, so we, there's not no definite information that's come out that says Trey Lyles has gone to Coach Pop and has, has in fact asked to be traded. That right. verbiage hasn't been uttered. It's just more of a hearsay scenario. So why don't you shed some light into all this stuff that's been circulating all day? Well, we'll start off with Trey Lyles and... Look, if the report is true, then, you know, that's nobody should be surprised. He's He's been pretty much stable to the bench, used sparingly. And uh, unfortunately, he, he didn't get to play in last year's uh, Orlando games right before the pandemic. Pause the season last year. He was playing great. Hasn't really shined the way he did last season. This season, you would throw in how fast the young guys are developing, how the team seemingly wants to turn over the reins to them. Lyles just to figure into the whole future forward plans for San Antonio. If it's true that he wants out, well, then, yeah, I mean, you'll hopefully the Spurs will facilitate a trade for him and move him to a different uh, destination. But here's the thing, though, Joe, um, he's still a valuable commodity for San Antonio. I know he hasn't played that great, but he's still a big that can knock down the three. He can run with the uh, young guys. He can rebound. We saw that last year. We saw what he can do in limited time this year. I just think that, uh, you know, I get it. He's still very, very young. He's in his 20s. He wants to get more minutes. Uh, he's playing behind guys right now, playing behind Jacoperto, who's playing good this season. Uh, you, you know that with the Spurs' eye for the future, that maybe this is a sign that they don't factor him into that future. If he really was part of this youth movement, this young core, then he'd be out there. And he's not, Joe. He's not, you know, and I think one of the things, the the enigma for for Trey Lyles, a player like Trey Lyles, is minutes. You know, there's just not a whole lot of minutes to go around. It, it seems like the Spurs are now t- kind of gravitating towards trying to play some of the youth a little bit more. You know, they've given mm-hmm. Lonnie a little bit more uh, minutes, you know, 
out there on the court. Same thing has happened with, you know, Devin Vassil for being a rookie. He's he's gotten some run, you know, and that's kind of unheard of. You know, Keldon Johnson, he's gotten a lot more minutes this season. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have what are you going to do with one Lucas Samanich? You have Trey Jones, you know, uh, Keita Bates Diop. You know, you have these other up and coming players. And it seems like to me from the outside looking in that the Spurs are more contingent on development. And unfortunately for for Trey Lyles, his number will be called, but only if there's a a scenario where somebody's going to wind up getting rest. There might be an injury. Maybe they're going to rest uh, Rudy Gay, for example, or they need some help because one of the starters got injured or again rest. So they go ahead and insert one Trey Lyles. I understand that he's disgruntled at this point because he deserves he, he thinks he deserves more playing time, which he does. You know, I mean, he, he did a lot for the San Antonio Spurs. And granted, uh, he's not a rookie by any means. So he's wanting to go out there and contribute to the team. So if he actually went up and asked for a trade, it wouldn't surprise me, you know, but I, I understand where you're coming from. You know, he is a, a, a valuable commodity uh, for the San Antonio Spurs to use as an insurance policy. But I think at that point, Jeff, this is what he's become. He's become the insurance policy. What do you think? Yeah, uh, definitely an insurance policy. And if, you know, if, and think about this, if Trey Lyles does leave, then their their big man depth really takes a hit because it's just what Jakob and Eubanks and that's about it. You know, maybe yeah. you maybe give those minutes to Luca, but Luca really hasn't played that much since coming back from Austin. Um so yeah, you you would think that 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 definitely would take a hit, but I, I think, yeah, it, he's he's a great insurance policy for San Antonio at that position. Uh, he gives he does a little bit more than maybe what Jakob does, uh, maybe more on the offensive end. Uh, we mentioned the three point shot, but all in all, I I think uh, you got to take these rumors with a grain of salt because it's rare that the Spurs make an in season trade. I mean, you really look about it. Think, I mean, if you look at Trey Lyles, if something does happen, those are the little in-season, mid-season moves they make. Remember, they made a mid-season move years ago to get Kurt Thomas. There was one to get, uh, I think it was years and years ago, early 2000s, the Nazi Muhammad, yeah. the Knicks. Those are the little little moves you make. Remember, Steven Jackson was in a mid-season move. Richard uh, with Jefferson. The Richard Jefferson. So they don't make major moves, but they definitely make these little moves uh, in uh, around the trade deadline, Joe. Yeah, so, you know, let's go ahead and uh, get off of the Trey Lyles talk for a little bit here, and let's really talk seriously about one DeMar DeRozan. You know, this report that came out from the Bleacher Report earlier in the morning by Jake Fisher uh, was kind of saying that, you know, the Spurs might be looking to unload DeMar DeRozan to get something for him, uh, maybe because they've gotten a hint that he might not want to go ahead and sign with the team. Like, he's not happy here. You know, we hear heard we've been hearing those reports for a while. But the thing that's funny to me is that DeMar DeRozan always goes on his social media and he just discredits all that. And he's like, it's news to me, you know, and to me, I think that's saying something, you know, DeMar seems happy here in San Antonio. And I think he's going to no doubt look at his options in the offseason and, you know, kind of test the waters and see what's available to him. I think he's going to be one of the high commodities that it's going to demand a lot of attention from a lot of teams. I think the sexy move would be for the Spurs to actually re-sign DeMar DeRozan. But I get if he wants to check out, you know, his other options. I mean, how do you feel about him? You know what, DeMar DeRozan? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I definitely think that you got to read any, re- any report like this from what DeMar DeRozan said this season, that if it doesn't come from him, 
from him is li- likely not true. Yeah. He made that very clear. And how many times does he respond whenever reports pop up like this? Even last year, uh, when there were rumors about him not being happy in San Antonio, he shot them down quick. So interesting enough, though, he hasn't shot down this one, though. Um, he he's hasn't. pretty quick about that. But he, as of this recording, he has not. But. It, it, look, do I think this is could be it for him in the Spurs uniform, whether it be by this Thursday or end of the season? Perhaps. I think that's, that's a good sign. You know, he is in a contract year. If you look at the free agents that are available this offseason, he kind of rises to the top with Giannis re-upping and with, with the Bucks and Gobert re-upping with the uh, Jazz. The list goes on and on. So he becomes that coveted free agent. Him you know, up there with Kawhi Leonard, you know, they, they really become – kind of the cream of the crop and teams are going to likely throw money at them. And look, we've heard this since he's been here, you know, that he's not happy here. He wants out, you know, he wants to go back to home. He wants to go back to the, to his uh, California roots that he wants to go back East. And so you, you hear a lot of this, but at the end of the day, Joe, I just don't think the Spurs will move him. The only way they'll move him is if he says something to them before the trade deadline in the, yeah. in the, uh, in the sense of, I'm not going to stay here after the season. So are you buying or that, selling? Are you buying or selling this DeMar DeRozan rumor? Right now, I'm not. I'm not buying it at all. I'm. I'm selling it. Um, the only. The only caveat is if it comes out where he says I want out, yeah. or I'm not going to re up. Uh, you've seen some uh, players already say that. Um, I think um, there was one. I forget which NBA player did uh, yesterday, but one player told his uh, team that he's not going to resign in the offseason. So if it gets to that level, then sure, pull the trigger. But as of right now, I'm not buying it. Now, does this mean that he'll be in a Spurs uniform next season? Eh, that's 50-50. And I think I stand right there at 50-50. I don't see him, you know, still being here. And I, I think he would want to go uh, maybe back east where he feels comfortable and get to do things he probably can't do in the Western Conference, like make an all-star squad. You know, he, the position he plays is going to be tough. Uh, in the West, he got snubbed this year. He really, he took it to heart. You know, he didn't like it. So you factor all that in and he'd be a prize uh, free agent. I just think that he, you know, perhaps are watching the the last days of DeMar DeRozan in the Spurs uniform. And I think the Spurs will be, you know, they would understand, but I think they'll be fine because we've seen this team play pretty good without LMA and, and at times without DeMar DeRozan. Honey Walker steps up, he puts in double figure scoring. Eventually you're going to have to take off the training wheels completely with these young guys and DeMar DeRozan may serve as a training wheel right now. Yeah. You know, one of the things I want to ask you here in closing is how are you feeling about LaMarcus? I, I really truly believe Jeff at this point, if a deal hasn't been done, doesn't mean to say that one will not be made, but I just think at this juncture uh, by a deal not being made, maybe that goes ahead and indicates to Spurs fans that in fact, LaMarcus Aldridge will go ahead and possibly be bought out by the team and go ahead and once he clears waivers, sign with another team. And it could be a contender. It could be somebody here in our own conference, in the Western Conference. I mean, what are you feeling about? How are you feeling about LaMarcus? I mean, does he really move the needle for any of these Western Conference teams? I mean, what's going to be interesting is that if he was so upset about, well, we don't know this, but if one of the reasons why he wants out is because he's taking a bench role to Yanka Pirtle, well, then he's likely going to be a bench player wherever he goes, um, whether it be the Lakers, whether it be Miami, unless they revamp their roster or their lineup and put him in Bam out of body to get all signs are pointing to Miami being the likely destination. Uh, it just it's just odd that 
if one of the re- if one of the reasons is because of the bench play, then he's gonna be a bench player where he goes. I think that's the next phase of his career uh, as it moves forward. Uh, I, I don't think. Look, if if teams really really wanted him on their roster, they would have thrown the Spurs an offer by now. If they really felt that he that Lamarcus Aldridge was going to push the Phoenix Suns into you know, up there with the Jazz and the Lakers as real tight contenders, they would have done it by now. Same thing with Miami, same thing with uh, any other team that's linked to him. You know, the Knicks, you know, the Knicks wanted to vault themselves up into that upper four team uh, or top six teams in the East, they would have done it. So you haven't seen that. Now, they could just be rolling the dice. Hey, we'll take our chances in the buyout market, but that's real risky. You know, in Boston Celtics, they got a cachet of picks young players if they really felt that LaMarcus Aldridge would have propelled them over the, the, the Sixers, um, then they would have done it. They haven't done it. So I think that's a sign right there that teams see him more as a complimentary piece, not the coveted piece like he used to be. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. You know, even if he goes with another team, he's still going to probably be delegated to coming off the bench and playing with that second unit. If he does, in fact, play maybe with the, with the starting with a starting role, Again, it'll probably be in a smaller, limited role. So it's not going to be anywhere near what he was used to in, in his prime. But, of course, he's in the latter part of his career. So it's to be expected. You know, I believe right at the writing uh, that we were seeing of the article, which was today, LaMarcus Aldridge is 35 years of age. Jeff, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's an aging former NBA All-Star. I mean, there's 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 not a lot of uh, teams that are going to come calling want to give you up a handful of first round picks or go ahead and give you something that's comparable, you know, uh, for, mm-hmm. for LaMarcus, it's going to probably be, uh, let's say some players that Spurs fans aren't really excited about, you know, it ain't going to be view, yeah. v- v- you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And here's the thing goes circling back to the DeMar DeRozan. Um, look, look at uh, the report from, um, website 48 minutes. Uh, the Heat had interest in trading for DeMar DeRozan, but they're looking at other priorities. Yeah. So again, that's, it tells you exactly how teams are dealing with San Antonio. You know, if, if LMA was really that prize, they would have done something by now. If DeMar DeRozan was really that prize, they would a team would have done something by now. They haven't done it. I mean, now, obviously, these things take time, and usually you see the flurry of moves in the, in the lead-up to the uh, buzzer going off for the NBA trade deadline, which is this Thursday. So maybe that's when the Spurs will get really active and they'll start pushing buttons and making more calls. But as of right now, yeah, there's, there's, it's quiet because it's expected. The teams are going to take their chances with LMA in the buyout. And he's not the former um, NBA all-star that we've seen in his Portland days or early San Antonio days. Yeah. More than Martin Rosen likely, likely be a free agent. You know, they run the roll the dice on him. More than likely, something will happen when we're all asleep. <laughs> you know, that's when it's going to happen. Yeah, and if it, and if a move does happen, it would be those small minor ones like your Kurt Thomas yeah. midseason moves, or your Nazi Mohammeds, or your Theo Ratliff. You know, those midseason moves right there. So um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. But yeah, I you know I'm I'm not expecting a. I mean, at this point, something would have popped up by now. Yep. Where something heavy was about to go down. Nothing has happened. Yeah, I think we've been here and done that before, Jeff, where we're kind of in tune with what's going on with the Spurs at this juncture. And as you stated, if you're not really hearing nothing, don't expect not a lot to, to, to occur. Well, usually that's when the opposite <laughs> of concerns uh, hits is when the Spurs are 
quiet yeah. is when that's when something strikes. Yeah. But right now, it's there's a lot of chatter. So that chatter usually equals nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Well, we we know how this team is though. They they don't really do the the sexy stuff. I mean, look <laughs> look 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 how uh, secret the whole LMA thing was. Oh yeah. I mean, ESPN didn't pick it up. Yahoo Sports didn't pick it up. It was Popovich. Yeah. Who announced it? Same thing I mean, happened with Kawhi. That, yeah, I mean that should tell you exactly how vaulted the Spurs are. Yep. Just how vaulted the Spurs are. Right there, just sums it up. Yep. That it wasn't your Stephen A. Smith. It wasn't your Wardjanowski's. It was Popovich who broke the news, not those guys. There you go. And that should sum up exactly what it is to try to cover the Spurs. They keep everything in a vault. Yep, my it's just they call it the Spurs Mafia for a reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now, um, interesting enough, though, if if there is a move that to be made, maybe Rudy Gay. Huh? Maybe that Rudy that might Gay. be a good possibility. Yeah, I mean, he's still valuable. I think he still serves a. He still has some value for a team, especially a team looking for that one player, maybe off their bench to push him over the edge. Yeah, you know, he might be it because he's diverse. He can knock down the threes. He he plays the more of the small ball style of this league, of this era of the league, not like LMA, who's still, you know, he's he's not a three-point shooting big. He's not mobile. Offenses have to slow down. With Rudy, you don't have to do that. So maybe that could be the one guy that gets moved. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and start bringing this to an end because I know you got things to do. But they can also check you out at the Spurs Zone at News 4 San Antonio, which is WOAI. They can go ahead and check that out uh, for the latest uh, breaking news that's occurring with the San Antonio Spurs and all these trade rumors. So I'm sure you and Ty will be very busy mm -hmm. bringing everybody the, the latest. Absolutely. As stories yeah, we'll try. We'll try. Yeah. So where can they follow you on, on social media, Jeff? Yeah. So, well, first of all, subscribe to Locked On Spurs, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. It'd be radio.com. Google Play, Stitcher, it's all there. You know, it's not just the Locked On Spurs podcast, the rest of the NBA, all the NBA teams right now. I can tell you from behind the scenes right now, the Locked On guys, whether it be Locked On Bulls or Mavericks or Celtics, you know, pick a team. Everybody's busy right now monitoring the uh, the news in case something happens. You know, I know Locked On Magic, they're going out of their mind right now <laughs> with, the, with Gordon wanting out. So you can definitely keep up with all the moves going on right now by subscribing to Locked On Spurs and the rest of the Locked On NBA Network. And of course, subscribe. I'm sorry, visit News Four San Antonio Spurs Zone. You got you covered from the latest in jersey mashups. Yeah, jersey mashups. Looney Tunes meets the San Antonio Spurs jersey to the Tottenham Spurs. The soccer team meets the San Antonio Spurs jerseys. It's all there as well as the recent honor. For Trey Jones, the rookie. Yeah, go see what he got over at the Spurs Zone. And thanks, Joe. Appreciate that. A little bit of time for do a little bit of plug in there. Yeah, it's always, you know, you, you do a lot for me. So got to ha have you plug yourself, too, and all the great things <laughs> y'all are doing, you know. So make sure thanks, you go buddy. ahead and check yeah. out all the, you know, great things that are going on over there at the, the Spurs Zone. Of course, uh, that's the tag team here, the dynamic duo of Jeff and, and Ty. <laughs> yeah, well, once, once, once in a while we get uh, Marquez and Paul. They'll, they'll chip in, and they're, they're chipping in uh, this week. So you'll see them make their cameos uh, this week as well. And there you go. Make sure you go ahead and check out Jeff and give him a follow on Twitter. And you can also follow me, Two Shots Podcast, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and uh, Twitter. You know, it's Two Shots Podcast. It's all spelled out, T-W-O, Two Shots Podcast. So for Jeff Garcia, I'm Joe Garcia. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. And like we always say, spread the love, stop the hate, and be kind. We're out. Peace. <laughs>